0: May grace be with you all. Welcome to I Am Jesus' Love podcast. Welcome, my fellow brothers and sisters. Let us start with a quote by Blaise Pascal. We should seek the truth without hesitation. And if we refuse it, we show that we value the esteem of men more than the search for truth. I just want you to take a moment and breathe in what you feel you have received and let out all that you may not know because that is okay. I want to say that as men and women on this earth, we absolutely do not understand without truth. It comes to knowing that is wisdom. And we learn by doing, by seeing and hearing, by feeling and touching. It is said In Romans 12.2, to be renewed by the transforming of your mind and not to conform of the patterns of this world so that you may know what God's perfect and pleasing will is. The only way to know is to start from the inside. And that is to allow the spirit to convict you of the truth The truth that this world holds that we cannot conform to. We cannot be molded by the ways of the world, but to be transformed by what we have learned because of the truth, the truth of who we are and the truth of what we want to become. I would love to introduce Elias, into the commentary.
1: And how are you?
0: I am well. How
1: are you? I'm doing well, doing well. Um, let's see. I will start off with John chapter 4 verse 23 and 24. It says... Jesus says, but the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the father in spirit and truth. And it says the father is seeking such people to worship him. God is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. So, I think that's very important to know the power of truth. So, I would just think about this. What is truth? Because in today's society, it seems that we are opinion-based instead of truth-based. And it seems the opinion is greater than the truth because most people, as they state, uh, what is that called? The popular opinion is that correct? Yes, it's not the popular truth, but it's, popular the, popular it's what is the opinion? opinion. <laughs> yeah, that's something else. Um, so how you feel about that? Um, that verse right there, John, chapter four, verse twenty-three and twenty-four, worship God in spirit and in truth.
0: Yeah. So, in order for us to worship in spirit, we have to give us the knowledge that we are nothing without him. We are nothing without truly allowing God to intervene in each and every area of our lives. So when you worship him, that is when you have the spirit because he is all-knowing, he is the omnipotent. And when you allow him to have reign and allow him to be able to walk with you from your day to day, your minute to minute, second to second. It allows us to understand that the spirit within us is forming us to be the person we were meant to be. We are meant as human beings to worship because we truly are lost without that spirit. We are not filled, we are always going to search for a fulfillment, there is always going to be a void. But when you have the spirit guiding you and bringing in sight of you and convicting you, what is the truth? Then there is no such thing as popular opinion because we can all see in the same lens. When we walk with the spirit, I feel that as human beings, we understand that we are alike in so many ways. And there are so many things to separate us because of popular opinion. I think that when we think about ourselves as being the same, because we have one spirit, one Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, whatever we may call it, when that spirit walks through us, that is the same spirit that is in everyone else. Once God is with us, once he gives us his spirit, we are able to be transformed into the person that we were meant to be. And that is in the same lens, the same spectacle God is looking through. He sees us all in that same lens because when he comes, he is coming for his people. I think with the popular opinion, we are going to be so blinded by opinions that have no we have
1: truth in it <laughs>
0: say that again
1: opinions with no truth absolutely
0: in it. <laughs> none these opinions are irrelevant to the bigger picture and with the truth we are able to see in a lens that we were created to be in we are able to walk in a path and see the light and walk that that narrow path that we are described because that wide path that everyone is walking in is the one where all the popular opinions are. What do you have to say in regard
1: to that? Well, it's even uh, dealing with truth. Truth seems to be well, at least some aspects of truth seems to be timeless. Uh, like, it is true that we need oxygen to breathe. It was true we needed oxygen to breathe a thousand years ago.
0: Absolutely.
1: <laughs> and it is true today that we need oxygen to breathe. Yes. Now, there are other truths like um, marriage. Back in the days and through the Bible, it was normal for a young girl to get married. Now, culture have a different opinion on marriage. So it was true that, you know, people could get married at young ages, even in the United States years ago. You see what I'm saying? So truth, some truth, right. So some truth can live no matter what time we exist in, but other truth seems to grow and change according to the culture, the emotions of the culture. Yes. You know? So, truth is a beautiful thing, and it, to me, when you're around someone who you know that will tell you the truth, it seems to be a beautiful thing, an honorable thing to be such a person also to be around others who love to be truthful with kindness mm-hmm. because sometimes it can be truthful and a person can take it, you know, uh, in a way that is not um, loving. Absolutely. Um, it's like this prayer that I like to say. Um, mm-hmm. It says, and it says, it's amazing, it's like every time you're in a spot, it seems like you kind of forget it, you know what I mean?
0: yes, Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, basically, the prayer is about uh, forgiving those who done me harm knowingly or unknowingly. Yes. So some things that we can do with truth that we can harm, you know, uh, things prematurely. Yes, yes. Yeah. And probably, I'm going to give you okay. an example. I'm going to give you an example. That. I remember when yoga got real popular on YouTube. And the sad fact about that is the yogas, the people that practice yoga for two to three, five years, or those who are naturally flexible, yeah. they will only do extreme poses. Now, you can imagine... Because I remember telling people about yoga. It's like, oh, I cannot do yoga <laughs> because all they saw on YouTube was people that's been doing it for ten years more or less. Yeah, you know they really never showed the videos when they could not touch their toes. So that could have been intimidating. So yeah. it was personal. So if the video was true that they could put their foot over their head, but the other truth is, which would. um, not as intimidating is also showing a video when the person could not touch their toes. Yes. Because the reason why they put their video on YouTube is to, you know, collect individuals who would like to maybe try yoga, but it's intimidating because you're not totally truthful because a person only seen you doing yoga poses that took you five years to develop into. So, yeah, that's just my little um, part gentle. of it. Yes,
0: <laughs> I agree. And when something is growing and it sees something that has already sprouted, there's that that space in that room for imposter syndrome. And we feel that we are not able or capable to be of such, um, let's say as an expert in something, but it takes those steps to get there. And when you're at step one, you have to stay in that time you have to allow yourself to grow and you have to look around you and see the things that people are doing and you have to take it one day by day and get there to that level so I, I totally agree with you on that and I, I feel as if when um, I was reading on um, when we are seeing people do things that you were to keep that to yourself as in not everyone is able to accept those truths so it takes the spirit to convict us of the things that are not of our own nature because we have been conformed to what we see happens in this world based off of popular opinion for example i am an african-american young woman in such a, in such a world doing a career that not many young African-American women will run with. But I can tell you this, it is a blessing to be able to touch the lives of younger women and let them know how they are capable of it. Why? Because you start as a sprout and then we We nurture and we water. Why? Because we are exposing them and giving them life, which is a spirit and allowing them to see the truth of where we start. We have to walk them through. So it's different from being that sprout to the person who may be instructing. And then we have to allow truth to get us there. And it's one day at a time. As you spoke on time, it is one day at a time. It's a process. And, you know, I I really think that and to to just a little bit more onto the marriage at such a young age, it's because of the culture. And we don't see people getting married because of the changes and what we have in in our expectations of people and things and, and how the world has changed over time through science and technology. We kind of lost the fact of being in a spirit and allowing the spirit to be in us so we can find ourselves. That way we know the truth and we understand where we come from, the foundation to where we are able to grow and become this beautiful piece of the puzzle that we are putting together.
1: Yes, ma'am. Beautiful, beautiful.
0: I thank you, Elias, for joining um, with grace today. And, and, And the Jesus within us says that he died for us so that we may feel as we are sitting next to each other to give us that reconciliation. We want to be reconciled and transformed into this picture of love and that is what this podcast creates for everyone who listens. And I thank you for joining with us tonight. Everyone, okay. we would love to say to you, you may say, peace and paradise.
1: Yeah. Peace of paradise. Shalom. <laughs>